Welcome to another fun week of Bucky's Pig and Guided Adventures. This week we are joined by Jordan. She works at the Silver Cove in Edmonton and is a really good friend of mine. Um, at the Silver Cove, she introduces people to the wonderful world of gems, stones, and um, other minerals that can help you develop your abilities. I have to say that one of the most central parts of a majority of uh, pagan activities, let it be shamanism or witchcraft, is stonework. So I'm very excited to have her on the show. So without further ado, grab a Mountain Dew, grab a nice cold beverage of your choice, and enjoy the show. Thank you for joining us today, Jordan. Hello. It's really good to have you on the show, especially especially somebody who I've known for a while who really knows stones and gems. And well, uses thanks them for nicely. having me. <laughs> it's really great. I actually still have the, the stones that you gave me in Moonwater, and I still have those hanging out uh, on my oh, door, nice. on my windowsill. That's I actually awesome. charged them the other day under the full moon. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect so. time to do it. Awesome. So how, so uh, a quick question for you. How did you first discover gemstones and how they worked? Honestly, I was introduced to them really young. My aunt is very spiritual and she kind of brought me this bag of crystals. And ever since then, I've been fascinated by them. But I've just really started taking it seriously probably about a year ago is when I really, really delved into my studies because I discovered crystal gridding and like sacred geometry and all of that stuff. So that really kind of got me going on the whole thing. What is crystal gridding? Crystal gridding is, so there are grid boards and they have different sacred geometry patterns on them. So they have like the flower of life, Metatron's cube, things like that. And basically you pick out different types of crystals and you kind of place them on the grid in a pleasing way to the eye in a symmetrical way. And when you pick out the crystals, you put your intention into it and you pick, pick out the crystals that represent what you want. So basically the gridding is to help manifest things using the crystals. Um, and you can make it as simple or as complicated as you want. And kind of everything that you do with it has intention. So the types of crystals, the number of crystals, the way you place them, it all has intention to work for you. So it's really fun. So does it kind of like work, like the energy that the crystals emanate, does it work just in, around the, the layout or is it kind of, can you direct your intention with that? If you understand what uh, I mean? Yeah. So it, you can do both basically with, with crystal gridding, the way that I see it and maybe not everyone sees it this way is whatever works best for you is what you should do. You know, like you need to create your own practice that comes within you. So take the information that's out there and then kind of make it your own. So whichever way works best for you is the way you should do it. So it all has intention behind it, but if you want to make it really simple and just focus on like the meanings of the crystals and then just place those, that's fine. Or you can go like all in and do the numerology behind it and look into the pattern of the sacred geometry and things like that. Wow. That's actually really, that's cool. It's yeah. Really cool. So how long have you been studying that, that uh, sacred geometry and, and layout? Like the, it uh, has, um, probably I started about a year ago because I went to a place um, for um, 
kind of like a workshop and they were selling these amazing grid boards. They're beautiful, made out of wood. Actually, my friend Amanda makes them. Her name's uh, The Witch Down the Lane and she makes just these amazing, beautiful grid boards. And then when I saw those, I just became fascinated. And so I started talking to her and she started teaching me about it. And I took a class um, that she was teaching about it. So I've slowly and surely been learning and I've made quite a few of my own grids. So one day I hope to be able to kind of gain enough knowledge to maybe teach a class on it or something, but I'm still learning. So I'm not quite there yet. Still miles ahead of us. I'm assuming you've been doing gemstones for a lot longer than that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said, getting back to gems. Uh, so one of the things I like to do on the show is ask people who I'm interviewing some of the ways that they've seen uh, what they do affect them. Okay. Um, like, I mean, we had uh, um, another person on the show uh, in regards to apothecary magic. And I asked them some questions about specificity, like specifically what things did they do that actually. That worked um, for you. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if you can give me some stories of how you've noticed uh, any changes with gemstones. Yeah, for sure. So generally speaking, like I, my collection of gemstones used to be like five gemstones. And of course it's grown a lot since then. Um, so even just having the gems around you, you do have a different energy and it really depends because sometimes people with a lot of different kinds of stones, the energy can be too much for some people. So you have to be careful. But for me, I can have like all the stones and it feels great. But a specific one would be, so I found this piece of rose quartz and it's kind of shaped like a heart. And instantly when I touched it and I held it, it just blew this like wave of calm through me. And it just completely took away all my anxiety and just made me feel like super centered and super grounded. And so I was actually going to the fringe that day and I'm like terrible in crowds. So I brought it with me and I kind of held on to it as I was walking through and it totally just did the trick and it made me feel so much better. And then I gave it to uh, my boyfriend as well to hold and he even noticed a difference and he doesn't really do the crystal thing so much. So that's one of the ones that I really noticed. And then also um, when I make my moon water, I put different crystals into it. And depending on what crystals I use, I can definitely feel sort of different types of energy. So if I put more calming stones in like rose quartz, amethyst, things like that, um, when I drink the moon water or use the moon water, it feels very calming but if I use more intense stones like magical stones like let's say iolite uh super seven mystic merlinite things like that and charge it with that when I drink it I feel more like kind of energized and concentrated and creative so for me they really do make a difference that's that's cool so like you you start noticing just the energy changes around you and within you kind of with the yeah, and another, um, another one is with, I found a piece of red quartz and sometimes I'll just kind of hang on to it for a bit just to see how it affects me. And the red quartz just gave me so much energy, like at work that day, I just got everything done. And then the last one is at work, there was this lepidolite skull. It's like lepidolite carved into a skull. And 
it started just calling to me. So I kind of go over and just hold it. And right when I held it again, like this wave of calm just went through me and I felt just totally okay about everything. And like Lepidolite's really good for anxiety because it actually has micro doses of lithium in it. Nothing that's actually going to like touch you or affect you, but it does add to that calming energy. And so the skull was really expensive, so I couldn't buy it for quite a while. But finally, the other day, I bit the bullet and I brought it home. So that's that good. Was one, of the, one of the big ones. So is that generally how people like select gemstones? Is they'll walk in and whatever is kind of calling to them, they grab it, and whatever they pick up and kind of feeds into them, they they use. Yeah. So sometimes people will come in and have a list and be looking for specific gemstones for specific purposes. But a lot of the time, if you really aren't sure what you're looking for, if you're just kind of wanting to get into it, if you're curious, I would totally suggest coming into the store, um, doing a walk around and just kind of feeling out what draws you in. And definitely like with crystals, it's important to hold them to kind of feel their energy because some crystals for some people are just not good right? And that doesn't mean the crystal's bad, but maybe it's not for you in that moment, you know, because there are some crystals that have really, really intense energy and that are going to bring up a lot of like shit and make you deal with it. And sometimes you're not ready for that. So definitely going around and kind of feeling it out. And then also if you have questions, like if you're looking for something with a specific quality, um, that's what I love talking about. I love talking to people about that stuff. So always ask if, if you need help, because that's what we're there for. So you said earlier that different stones have different kind of overarching energies to them. Uh, like rose quartz, I know is for, can, uh, is kind of a love stone, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is there like a top, give me a top five stones that like people should be considering getting. Um, just for their own uses around their house or for their own personal uh, goodness, I guess. So for a beginner, if you're just starting out, um, I would say definitely a clear quartz. That's like a huge one because a clear quartz has so many properties and it also amplifies the energies of other stones. So I would definitely say a clear quartz, probably um, some selenite, you can get selenite in so many different ways. Um, they have selenite lamps, they have selenite plates, they have selenite sticks, kind of a bunch of different stuff. So get some selenite because selenite actually cleanses other crystals. So if your crystal kind of starts feeling like heavy or isn't working for you, that means it needs to be cleansed. And there's many ways to cleanse a crystal, but selenite is a really good way. You can just kind of touch it to the selenite, leave it overnight and it'll cleanse it. Um, let's see. I would say some sort of, I would say smoky quartz because smoky quartz is really good at protecting and grounding. Um, let's see what else. Well, this one's kind of biased, but I would say moonstone. Moonstone's one of my personal favorites and it's really good to connect with your divine feminine. And even for guys, that can be a good thing sometimes because you do need the balance. Um, it's also a great way to kind of connect to your magic side and to the moon in general and kind of connect that way. So moonstone would be a great one. Um, and let's see, I definitely amethyst and rose quartz and probably citrine. That's more than five, but amethyst is a big one 
for calming and anxiety, and it also helps activate your third eye. Um, citrine. That's actually kind of funny because I like uh, whenever I do a tarot reading, I utilize amethyst as a channeling stone. Yeah, so it's just the the energy that I use. Like I use that, and I also use um, clear quartz. And yeah. what I find with amethyst is that it actually just focuses the energy and streamlines the channel. If yeah, that makes sense. and so. also what you can do is if you have a crystal, you can program it for a certain purpose. So if you want it to be for a specific thing you can kind of hold it and put your intention into it and be like, okay, your purpose is to help me with my tarot reading and to help channel this energy. Hmm. Is there any like books or any resources that people can, because I know there's like millions of stones out there. Like yes. geologists, like geologists will tell you that there's like over like, I don't know, there's more stones than you could ever imagine. Yeah, What's the best absolutely. resources for that? So try not to get overwhelmed. I would say with crystals, just, follow your heart, just kind of go wherever it leads you, but some really good books. So Judy Hall is an amazing author on crystals. She has a crystal gridding book. She has uh, the crystal Bibles. So her explanation and kind of way of going through the stones is really, really amazing. Um, one that I have that would be excellent for beginners is called The Crystal Companion by Judy Hall. And that one has kind of more of your basic stones. So it's pretty elaborate still, but it has more of the basic stones. So it'd be a really great starting point. And the way that it's formatted is it has the pictures, it has the descriptions, and it's just a really easy, pleasant sort of read. And it's good to flip through. And then a more sort of elaborate book, uh, I would say that is really good too, would be the Book of Stones. And that's by Robert Simmons and Naisha Ashian. That's, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but that is a more kind of complex book and it has a lot more stones in it. So it really just depends what you're looking for. I would start with something simple because it's so easy to get overwhelmed. Like even me working in a crystal shop, I still have so much to learn, you know, about a mm -hmm. lot of the different crystals. That makes total sense because, I mean, the as we said, there's lots of, and I'm, I'm assuming there's probably a lot of wear and tear, like a lot of care that you have to do for crystals as well. Like I know that like someone said, if a crystal cracks or, or breaks, you can't use it. And like, there's a bunch of things. Is, is there like a general like maintenance for, for stones as well? Honestly, um, if a crystal breaks, it means that it uh, protected you from something. So if a crystal breaks, it means that it kind of locked something or a negative energy from you and it broke but i would definitely suggest getting rid of it for sure bury it or something like that but for general maintenance you can honestly make it as complex or as simple as you want again it's more about what works with you and your daily routine and your practice um some basic things though would probably be to set an intention for your stone um, and sort of put that energy into it, spend some time with it, you know, learn about its properties and things like that. And then you have to decide kind of what you want to do with it. So I carry them in my pockets a lot, or even I'll put them in my bra. Um, 
you can wear it as a necklace. Sometimes you just want it by your bedside or in a certain room of the house. Like I have certain crystals for my pets, for my bunnies and, and things like that. So decide how you want to use it and what you want to use it for. Even in plants, you can put certain crystals kind of in your plant pots and they help the plants uh, grow and, and stay healthy. So set your intention, decide how you're going to utilize them. And then always make sure that you're giving them a cleanse every now and again. And um, some good ways to cleanse are, again, put it on the selenite. Um, you can run it under water and kind of put the intention of the energy cleansing out. Just be careful because some crystals shouldn't be in water. So you'll have to look that up. Um, let's see. You can uh, sage them or, or use cedar or palo santo and, and use the smoke to cleanse them. You can put them out under a full moon. There's many ways to, to cleanse them, just kind of whatever works for you. So, so I'd say those three are the basic kind of things you want to do. Okay, so you said that some stones you shouldn't get them wet. Is it because they dissolve or? Uh, yeah, some stones it's bad for their actual physical chemical makeup. Like selenite is actually made out of salts. So if you put it underwater, it'll start dissolving. Hmm. So some of the stones just aren't good. You know, it's not good for them. So I guess just make sure that you know exactly what you're doing with your stone before you do anything with it. Is that kind of the idea? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Cool. So you're at the Crystal Cove in Edmonton. Yeah, Silver Cove. Silver, sorry, Silver Cove. Silver Cove. I always Edmonton. call it Crystal Cove. <laughs> yeah, I always call it Crystal Cove too. Uh, what's the coolest thing in the shop right now? Well, we actually, the, everything in there is amazing. I'm always in trouble whenever I go into work because it's so hard to leave without bringing something home. But something really cool that we just got in actually was this giant sort of geode table so it's been sort of polished down and it's flat like a table but it's got that really cool geode sort of pattern and it's a table and it's like extremely amazing it's so cool we also have like some tectites and things like that like moldavite which is really cool because it's kind of like a space stone and so there's a few things yeah but uh one of my friends has moldavite they're really gravitated to it. it's like an asteroid that like collided with earth in Moldova or something like that. Yeah. And, and so it's like very rare and very cool. I think my favorite thing yeah. in your shop so far has to be those really tall amethyst pillars. Yes. But they're, they're like out of my price range. Yeah. I'm so lucky because my aunt actually had two and she gifted one to me. So I'm like, I just cherish it so much. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So before we, we call us, quits do you have any last minute uh last second advice for people with stones and how to anything on the top of your head honestly what i my main advice to people uh who are just starting out or even people who have a few stones just feel them out like spend time with your stones to figure out exactly how you want to use them and what you want to do with them and then incorporate them into your life and kind of make it a habit and make it a practice because it really does make a difference. And a lot of it is about sort of using your intuition and feeling things out. But once you kind of get in the habit and sort of 
figure out how to incorporate them into your life in a way that works for you, it makes a huge difference. So you just have to be patient and really be open and listen to your intuition. Know thy stones, I yeah. guess, and program <laughs> thy stones. Yeah. Well, that's, thank you very much uh, for coming to the show there, Jordan. And uh, if anybody wants to check out Jordan, go to uh, the Silver Cove in Edmonton. Yeah. One of my favorite places to go to, to spend money that I should not be spending. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Honestly, if I won the lottery, I would have a lot of crystals. That's, that's, that's one thing is if I won the lottery, I'd be like, I want an amethyst palace. Bill it to me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Amethyst palace with like smoky quartz bathrooms. Or like a rose quartz bathtub or something like that. That would be so cool. Yeah. Oh, that would be, yeah. Rose quartz bathtub would be really cool. I think like um, a kitchen made of solid, like clear quartz would be kind of cool. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know why, just because you could see everything would be really transparent. I would love that. But, that would yeah. be the dream. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day, maybe we'll manifest it. One day, one day. <laughs> you, you never know. Maybe one day we'll be able to like, you know, afford our own little gem mine and then we can like gem mine our own stuff and build our own little freaking cow. Yeah. That'd be cool. Honestly, that would be amazing. I, I hope that I can get the opportunity to go on like a dig or a mining trip one day. You know, I, one thing I do remember when I was a kid is we were, I can't remember where we were hiking, but we stumbled upon like a quartz garden. And wow. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. But, you know, yeah. my parents were like, yeah, it's quartz. Who gives a crap? Let's keep moving. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's so fucking cool. I know. I was, I was so pumped. And they're just like, yeah, whatever. Let's just carry on. We got a timetable. Oh, my like, God. Oh, they're so shiny and pretty. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, I collect, like, rocks from, like, the river here. Anyhow, like, some of them call to me. So even, like if you don't have the money to spend on the fancy crystals, go down to the riverbed or go on a hike and try to feel out some rocks that are calling to you because you can also use those as well. So you don't have to spend the money to be able to work with uh, stones and things like that. Have you ever noticed something else? Okay. So this is, this happens to me quite frequently because I hang out with a lot of people who have stones and then all of a sudden like mm -hmm. out of nowhere, in my pocket will be a stone or in my bag will be a stone. And I'll be like, what the heck is a stone? They're like, oh yeah, that was my stone, but apparently it wants to be with you. Yeah, right? sometimes that'll happen. So sometimes like I'll lose a stone. And usually if you lose a stone, you don't try to find it because unless it comes back to you, because honestly, if you lose a stone, it might mean that someone else was meant to have it or someone else was meant to find it. And sometimes they'll just find their way. They have this you know, a way of finding their way to the right person who needs them at the time. Yeah. It's kind of like they know where they want to go and they're just going to go there. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I was, uh, I've also found like stones on the road where I'm like, Oh, that's a cool stone. Actually the coolest story I ever had is I was, uh, I'm always gravitated to clear quartz. Yeah. Uh, clear quartz and amethyst are the two stones that'll like grab me and pull me in anywhere. Yeah. And I was on the beach in, uh, Vancouver, uh, on English Bay beach. And I was walking with my girlfriend at the time and she's a, she was a geologist and like all of a sudden I kick over the stone. I'm like, Hey, that's a stone. I'm picking it up. And I'm like, what do you think this is? Like you're a geologist. And she goes, Oh, yeah. I think it's, I think it's sea glass, sea glass. That has to be sea glass. Oh. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I gave it to her and she looked at it and she goes, Nope, this is quartz. 
Wow. And so she did like some tests with it. And she's like, yeah, she, she 100% confirmed it's quartz. And she's like, that's the most oddest thing in the world because it doesn't yeah. make sense. It's and making explain to you. Well, this is where it gets really neat is where, where we did a little bit of like digging and we found out, well, not physical digging, but like just kind of research and found out that there was like a, a quartz bed underneath. So the water would have had to force that up to the surface and then onto the shore for me to discover it. Wow. I'm like, okay, that's pretty powerful stuff there. That's a, sign. <laughs> that's a sign right there. And like the fun thing about crystals is like you said, you use it in your tarot readings and stuff. So you can totally incorporate your crystals into your other practices, you know, like tarot, it's, they're great for meditation, things like that. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I know um, there's one tarot reader at Crimson Quill in St. Albert who will cast cards and then we'll also pull out stones for each card set. Yeah. So, and it, and it like amplifies. So like this, like a certain part of the spread, if they, if what they pulled out of the bag was a rose quartz, then it'd be mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. So this is impartial to your uh, love life. This one over yeah. here is, you know, something you should be looking at. It works very, very effectively. And totally. so, yeah, it's stones are pretty neat. I think they're, they're kind of like, central to 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 energy transference i, I can't yeah. stress so much you know there's a lot of energy involved with stones and you know what sometimes they're not for everyone sometimes people prefer to use other methods and things like that that's totally fine like you don't have to do anything so whatever you prefer if you're more drawn to like the herbs or something else like if you're not feeling it then don't force yourself maybe one day you will feel it. And that's maybe when you're ready for it, you know? Yeah, I can, that's absolutely hundred percent. Like it's the same thing with divination. I, I do tarot because, um, I mean, palmistry is something that doesn't really appeal to me or tea re leaf reading. It doesn't really right. work for me. So it's like, find your, find your mojo, find your jam and make it work. Yeah. And like tarot and Oracle cards really called to me. I'm still like kind of a baby when it comes to that. So I'm learning, but I'm drawn to it. So yeah. And well, and that's the other thing too, is it's all, I think it's one, I think one thing I've noticed about this too, is like it's 90% research, especially when it comes to things like stones, it, it's learning continuously and yeah. like filling out journal after journal of everything that you've discovered. Yeah and, and, yeah. and meeting people who also can help you and teach you because I find learning in person is a whole new level. You know, it's like the best. Yeah, absolutely. But we are getting down a rabbit hole, but this always happens when we have coffee. It's like literally I having know. coffee with you. I know. <laughs> but we'll, we'll catch up and we'll have coffee another time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. And then uh, we can go into any rabbit hole we want. Exactly. Thank you very much for coming out on the show. Uh, and yeah. I look forward to having you back on someday. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Awesome. Well, and enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, you too. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. And that was Jordan from the Silver Cove, one of my really good friends here in Edmonton. Really good to have her on the on the show here. And as you can see by the end, we kind of jumped down the rabbit hole. You've got to see our, one of our lovely conversations we'll have over coffee, where we talk about everything and anything. So, if you would like to ask any questions, please give me a message online. Uh, go to Facebook and search me up at sign 
Terra with a capital T, Bio with a capital B, Bucky with a capital B. Or just look up Bucky's Tarot. Send me a message and I will make sure to answer to you. Uh, until next time, enjoy your week. <laughs>